Welcome everyone to the Think Different Podcast. It's time for another episode. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I am now 37 years old. My birthday just passed. You know, a beautiful, handsome man like me is 37 years old and more gray hair is growing on this chinny chin chin every single day. (laughs) But I appreciate you all coming here and joining us for the Think Different Podcast. We are two former Apple retail employees with over 20 years experience. I am Will TLD, the former specialist Apple creative and genius, as well as the owner of WVProductions.com. And of course, if you have a funeral coming up and you need that recorded, you talk to this guy right here, the event videographer of 2022, voted by the Wedding Wire Couples Choice Award. But I'm not alone, no. See, every week I have my former Apple creative, retired book publisher, soccer mom recorder, Jurassic Park owner, black coffee drinker, juror number 12, the Myrtle... I don't know if that says them, but the Myrtle Pool Retirement Home President, the Kino Trout Drummer, <laughs> Mr. Frank Funk is here. Hey, hey. It's good to be oh, back to New Jersey, man. Why did I say the Myrtle Pool Retirement well, Home? President? I don't know, because because we we were we spent some time in Myrtle Beach. And okay. then we went from Myrtle Beach to Melbourne, Florida. So it's okay. kind of a combination of both. All right. Well, I'll probably get rid of that one. I like, I'll okay. just get rid of the pool. We'll just go with the retired home president. But Frank, it has been uh, about a week or two. You know, we did our. I did yeah. my episode last week talking about CarPlay and going up to the uh, Detroit. Do you have a car with CarPlay, by the way? I do. I do. My uh, my Chrysler Pacifica has uh, CarPlay. Um, I like it, but. Um, my wife doesn't she's she's i don't know she doesn't like to for whatever reason doesn't like to connect her phone to the car but when i get in my phone's connected so i do like it they have a wireless option don't they now that's Mm -hmm. like a new thing yeah so they do have that but you're charging your phone at the same time so i mean i put every day i go in my car i charge my i put it on like one of the wireless uh qg chargers yeah. Now, oh. in the Pacifica, um, I bought one of the Apple uh, magnetic chargers, mm-hmm. and it has a USB-C connector. Okay. So it has, you know, I can plug that right in, and boom, it charges, do it, you know, so it's nice, because it's connected magnetically to it. Mm-hmm. So there you go, see? That works really well. Awesome. Yeah, I, I can't wait to get a car that has that. But I won't be buying a car anytime soon because these car prices are out of this world. Yeah. Speaking of out of this world, this whole topic today that we're here to talk about was a surprise announcement made by Apple on May 10th. So a day after my birthday, they wanted to spring this up on us. And they have announced that the iPod Touch will be available while supplies last, which means the end of the iPod, 20 yep. years basically of the iPod has come to an end, and we wanted to read the statement, but also give our iPod memories and reflect on how important the iPod was to not only to Apple but the music industry. So this is directly from Apple's newsroom website, so you can go read the whole thing. I'm only going to do two paragraphs, but. 
They said, since the introduction over 20 years ago, iPod has captivated users all over the world who love the ability to take their music with them on the go. Today, the experience of taking one's music library out into the world has been integrated across Apple's product line from iPhone, Apple Watch, iPad, Mac, along with over along with access to 90 million songs and over 30,000 playlists available via Apple Music. And the quote, music has always been a part of our core at Apple, and bringing hundreds of millions of users in the way iPod did impacted more than just the music industry. It also redefined how music was discovered, listened to, and shared. Today, the spirit of the iPod lives on. We've integrated an incredible music experience across all of our products from iPhone, Apple Watch, HomePod Mini, across Mac, iPad, Apple TV, and Apple Music delivers the industry-leading sound quality with the support of spatial audio. There's no better way to enjoy, discover, and experience music. And then they have a couple pictures of the iPod of each date they were released in there. It's not all of them, but it's the I guess like the significant ones, yeah. uh, including the uh, the first iPod, which was on October twenty third of two thousand one, which was the announced date for that. And then the iPod Mini, which I didn't have, uh, but that was introduced on February twentieth two thousand four. Then the iPod Nano second gen, which I definitely had, and then they had the thinner design in two thousand six. Uh, the first iPod Touch, uh, September fifth, two thousand seven. Uh, that was the same year the uh, the iPhone was released. Mm-hmm. Uh, the iPod yeah. Nano seven gen. That's the one where they had the touch feature built on there uh, with a display. That was in September twelfth, two thousand twelve. The shuffle from July fifteenth of two thousand fifteen. Uh, and then finally, the final one that was introduced, the iPod Touch 7th Gen, introduced May 28th of 2019, where they added the Fusion chip in there, uh, which would be the last updated iPod. Yep, yep. And, and you know, the big thing was when they came out with, with that last one you mentioned, uh, it had a camera in it, and so it was it had everything the phone had except mm-hmm. the phone. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, people would look at it and say, okay, well, why do I want to buy this instead of the phone? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, basically it was if you were buying this for, you know, one of your kids where you want them to be able to listen to music, but you don't want them to be, uh, to have the phone. Right. This would this would be it. You could do texting, you could uh, FaceTime, everything yep. the phone did, except yep. the phone. Yeah, and that that I think is still a valuable piece today. I think that's still a great product to carry around with them in their pocket. I can tell you that that would would have been my first one. But now you're at a you're in a world now where you just kind of be connected all the time. Now, you know, at first I looked at that as well. That's great for a beginner before he gets a phone. And now it's like, well, you know, you might as well get the phone because the phone only costs you like four hundred dollars now. So it's right. like for two hundred dollars, you might as well get the the whole thing yeah on there uh but you have an ipod on you i I do one uh what one do you have Uh oh that's not a good symbol on there though (laughs) well it isn't but i just now this 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 one here it's 60 gig and there's a story behind this okay and, and that is my daughter wanted an ipod And this was really my first introduction to the Apple products. So I went to, do you remember Circuit City? 
Of course. Well, Circuit City had Apple products, and it, there was no Apple store in my area, so I went to Circuit City, and uh, the guy showed me the iPod, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool, you know? So I bought it, came home. I said, well, I got to test it out, right? So I loaded some songs on, and then one of the choices was games. And I'm like, oh, what kind of game? So I hit it, and then there was this game where it would... The worm start game? to play a song. No, it start oh. to play a song, and it would give you four oh, titles. Yeah. And, you, yeah, yeah. and then, you know, after like two songs, I went, oh, there are the songs I just loaded on, you know? Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, how cool is that? So I said, well, I got to go back and get me one now, because my daughter wanted one. And this is the one that I... Now, this one, though, is... This is has the color screen on it. Right, it's right. not a color screen. Yeah, that is uh, that's what the iPod Photo, or I believe. Yeah, right, right. And I think that's uh, the one that you have. Yep. It's and uh, <laughs> I had a lot of fun with it. it. Had it, and you could well. I mean, I just plugged it in because I thought, oh, it'd be neat to show it. But um, it says do not disconnect, so it's got to be loading something from yes. my computer. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that. Apple, they still support it. That Apple's allowed, they still allow it to work basically. Well, you had uh, to have iTunes, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which doesn't exist anymore, technically. Yes. So you had iTunes, you had to back it up, or you didn't have to, but you could back it up to your computer by plugging it into your computer and it would make a backup. Now, again, this is when a lot of people were like, oh, why do I need to do a backup of anything? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, um, so this was really where Apple first started saying, "Okay, you got to, you need to back up your iPods to save your music, and and then, you know, back up your your computers as well as a mm. fail safe." Um, iTunes, you could buy a song for ninety nine cents. Uh, so and that really kicked off the whole music industry change. Mm-hmm. So it, it was it was quite an experience because, you know, you're like, well, somebody like myself, I, I used to buy a lot of music. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, $1.29, hell, I, I paid more than that for 45 uh, you know, in the old days, you know? So yeah. that was pr- it was pretty cheap. And you could, you know, pick and choose. You didn't have to buy an entire album. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I mean, really yeah, it, I mean, it was just circumstance that the the iTunes Store and iPod just like they came out at the right time, just yeah, the right just, just time. meshed everything together, you know. Yep, I also had a fourth generation. That was my very first one, uh, and my memory of that was I, I was went to I was in college, and I saw that, and I was just like. Amazed of what the, I didn't even really heard of an iPod yet. I may have heard of it, but when you see people in New York wearing the white plugs, and there's mm-hmm. a majority of people having that, well, you're, it piques your interest of why why that is. And I got the Fortune iPod. My significance of that iPod is within a year I cracked the screen on it, mm-hmm. and the closest Apple store in New Jersey at the time was the Edison Menlo Park Mall. So I went there with my iPod cracked. To find out what the options are, and as you everyone knows, the iPod is not repairable. <laughs> so they basically charged me for two thirds of the price to get it fixed, which is getting a whole new one, which my dad thought was ridiculous. 
So we went to TechServe in New York, who is willing to do third-party repairs, and they did fix the display. Uh, and it worked perfectly fine when I did that. And then not too long after that, I ended up getting my first Nano. The first week that Nano came out, I bought it because I love the thinness. And then yeah. I bought like a nice leather case for it so it would just hang. It was just so light. And it was the first time they were using a flash-based, I think it was flash-based storage. Yeah. I think that was the first one that used it. And within two weeks, I bent it because I was playing <laughs> pool. I was playing pool at the school. Yep, that rhymes, everybody. I want to take a Zevia just for that one, everybody. Make sure Zevia, not a sponsor this week, but... Mm. And I took it to the Apple Store. It's bent. It's very clearly bent. They gave me a one-time exception, and they swapped it out. Oh, look at that. There yep. you go. You know, what's and, funny is that when, when this came out, it was... I mean, if you think about what, what Steve did at this point, um, everybody had a disc man... Or a, you know, a cassette player, mm -hmm. and he, they sort of combined all of these things together in an electronic form, and and that's when Apple really was taking things and saying, all right, how can we make this better? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and and that's what they really did. Um, the disc man was nice, but you know, you still had the, I mean, how many discs could you really carry around with you? You know, mm -hmm. so here you have 60 gigabytes of storage on these things that started out and 60 gigabytes you fit a lot of music on there mm -hmm. you know and it, it, it and create whatever playlist you want that kind of stuff all the things that you can do today but you you also 20 years ago you did it mm -hmm. so the only and difference is you, you the music here you had to buy Mm -hmm. You had to own it, but you could have taken your discs that you had at home, loaded them into your iTunes library. So it's not like you had to buy them again, and then um, then load them onto your iPod. Now, a lot of people, I don't think Apple ever made this very clear that if you like go get a new computer, you can't move the music over from the iPod into the Oak Pier. It's syncing from the library. And that was a concept that I don't think Apple ever really got across very well, which is why we don't sync anymore to begin with. Yeah. But, you know, the idea of trying to sync your stuff was, like, at the time, was, like, a, a brilliant idea, and, let, and that it was pretty easy. And but then when you had to go to another computer and you wanted a song from that person and you plugged in your iPod and then you didn't read what you wrote what it said and it erased right, right. your iPod and put the one song yep, on yep, there. Yep. yep. Like that. That. Uh, how many times did people come to the Apple Store about that? That that yeah. happened all the time. Well, and then you had the whole Napster thing, right? And and uh, you know, uh, basically you were. Well, I don't say stealing, but you were copying music without authority. And that's Apple, stealing. Apple, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's stealing. All right. But Apple is always very big on copyright rules and regs. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of times they wouldn't allow. They had the DRM on it, remember, well, on all the music. And that's why, because they felt that this was uh, intellectual property that was owned by the artist, and the artist had to get paid. 
Right. And and even to this day, they they still do that. So. Yeah, I will. To, to piggyback off a little bit about your uh, the iPod, one of the things I thought was really amazing is when they put the video feature on there, because yeah. now yeah. I'm traveling on a, I'm traveling on a plane or on a bus, and now I can watch full length movies on an iPod. Yeah. In 2005, yep. 2006. Yep. 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 That was pretty crazy. And not to mention the size just grew because now they have uh, so much more room uh, to put on there. So I think I got like a 40 or 30 gig model. I think it was a 30 gig model. That was like 299 $300, you know, back then. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still a lot of money uh, yep. for it, but it was terrific. And I that was my last one before the iPhone. But. Yeah, I love that iPod video. I never, I did sell it. Eventually, it sucks. I didn't keep one of them. Mm -hmm. You were smart enough to keep at least one of them. Yeah. Because now, like trying to buy one, hopefully that is still in good condition. Hopefully it still works. You know, that's kind of the key. And where I worked at my other job before I got these, um, I worked at a as a video editor somewhere, and their music system that, like, if you call, you know, you call and they tell you to put you on hold, and you have the music playing. Yeah. They used a first-gen iPod into the phone system, and oh, it yeah. loops over and over music. Uh, that's what they used, huh. which is pretty cool. Yeah. And I'm sure if they unplug that thing, <laughs> it will not work, because <laughs> they haven't unplugged it. Uh, but I thought that was very interesting. Huh. What other iPods did you own besides that one? Is that the only one you had? It's the only, uh, it's the only one I had. Wow. Um because I went from that right to the phone. Mm-hmm. But I did purchase uh, other ones as gifts. The third generation one, mm-hmm. uh, the red one. Uh, a one. I bought my wife an iPod Touch, you know, one time. Cause she thought she would use it for, like, and this is at, while she had an iPhone. So I think she was just trying to, like, she wanted to do something else around the house and not carry the phone around with her. I think she was trying to have music play in her car, that but the iPhone didn't have to be connected to it. Right, right. So that was, I think, her goal. But I think it came to a point, like in 2002, you know, so we had the iPod here in 2001 when it was introduced. And here we are in 2007. They have now the word, they announced the widescreen iPod, which ended up being the iPhone. And... Who would have thought that Apple killed its own product with another yeah. product? I don't. I mean, how often does that happen? Where they have a product that's a humongous hit, right? It destroyed every other MP3. It destroyed yeah. the it even, changed even, the music industry. Even the Zoom, right? <laughs> so Microsoft Zoom, everyone's favorite product, the Microsoft yeah. Zoom. And my God, Windows was so late to the game on that. It, it, you talk about when Windows was so. You talk about the worst years of my of Windows. O three to like maybe two thousand ten to twelve was probably some of the worst years for them. You know the the they were so behind on everything. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know. I mean, they went from they went to Vista to seven, and then finally ten. Thank God, like ten worked out for them. And, but they relied on ten for so long. How many years yeah. has ten been out? 
Yeah. You know, but they were just so behind on the times. And the point I was trying to make was when the iPod, when they came out with the iPhone, the one thing that always irritated me about that was how does my cell phone not able to do what the iPod does? Yeah. yeah. And here's that magical connection where they all work together, where now you could sync and talk. Now you got two st- items in your pocket. Now you're down to one. Yep. And that yeah. for me was the big deal that. You know, smartphones like Blackberries and all that. I don't know if they really they really didn't have the software capabilities to do the music. It wasn't easy. It, it, even if you could do it, it wasn't that easy to yeah. do it. And they made it easy to do. Yeah. Yep. And and uh, now, like you know, a lot of you mentioned two two items you're carrying out. How many people for years carried two phones? One for business, one for personal. Mm-hmm. Now you don't need to do that anymore. You have two sims in there, and you got one device, which that's that's got to be very handy for a business, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean they they discontinued the the original iPod was discontinued in two thousand, I believe fourteen was when they stopped uh, manufacturing them. Yep. Uh, that's when they started doing that, and then of course the Nano came, then the uh, the Shuffle came right after that, and then it was the end of, uh, and then we just had this announcement today where the touch was no longer being updated. It's got an A10 Fusion chip in there, which is a iPhone 7 chip. So, I don't expect too many updates to be supported on that anymore. Even if you bought one now, yeah, you're, you're looking at maybe three years tops before that thing will not be supported by a lot of apps anymore. Yeah, I, I would think so, yeah. So, like right now, would you say it's a market to go buy one of these iPods because it's going to be discontinued? I I I, I kind of look at this as almost like if they're going to discontinue like Ford when they discontinued the Thunderbird mm-hmm. and it came out with it, you know, like a, a limited edition. It's kind of like buy them while they last because. And it, and people will just kind of keep them as like, oh, look what I got! I have the last issued whatever. See, the, the, to me, the touch is not that big of a deal because it's just like an iPhone. But if they still have the iPod Classic out for some reason, and that was the last one they did, I think right. they would be flying off the shelves. Yeah, uh, not so much anymore. I don't think the touch is as big of a deal. Yeah, like if they did a, if they did like you said a classic like this, mm-hmm. but with a newer chip and you know a bit larger storage, people would buy it just for the nostalgia of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, if you think about it, twenty years of this tech, do you feel like that's a long time or a short time compared to? I because I, I think that's quite short. If you think about it from a tech perspective, uh, I mean, really, no, no, I, I mean, the, pro- I mean, the product's dead because the MP3 player is dead. There is no MP3 right. player. It was just put into another product. You know, like the camcorder still exists. Everyone can still go buy camcorders or DSLRs. You know, there's still right. a camcorder. There's still a video quarter. There is literally no MP3 anymore. Yeah. You know, and um, now, on top of it now, see, I banged my, I was so upset, I banged my desk, I almost destroyed my GoPro, which is a camcorder. So, <laughs> but there is no MP3 anymore. And I guess you could say that iPhone is technically that, but it's right. not the main focus point. Well, 
You know, it's hard to say with the iPhone, what is there one function of the iPhone that is its focus? I know it's called the iPhone, but really, I've said for years that it's probably misnamed because... The phone. Oh, I don't think it's misnamed at all. It's it's called the correct thing because the number one reason why you have that is to make calls. Because if you don't have that in your pocket, not not it's an not iPod today's touch. generation, not today's gener- generation. Right. They do more texting and FaceTime than I can, yeah, but I consider Snapchatting a call. Okay. I still consider that a call. All right. Or right. if they're if they're like doing audio texts, I mean they're still using. Cell phone fee, not to mention if they're using the data specifically, right, not Wi Fi, right. then they're definitely doing some kind of a yes. cell phone. You, know, yes. you can't do that on the touch, right? Right, but um, my point, my, going back to my point is like, do you think I know that the iPhones to me, the primary reason I have an iPhone is to have a data signal everywhere. You know, right. that's the only, yep. that's the main reason, which, that's just why, the, the, plus the name iPhone will never go away. That is just a, right. ingrained into our, you know, world now. That will never change. I can never imagine Apple ever changing that name, you know, to that. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'd have to say it's, the iPod Touch has kind of morphed into the iPhone. Right. And there's there was really no... No place for the iPod Touch to go except adding the phone feature, in which case it's a phone. Right. So, you know, I, I don't see anywhere. All you could do, phone. yeah, I mean, unless, unless the only thing I could think of that Apple could have done is gone down, like, upgrading the cameras, but maybe putting bigger cameras in there just to make it useful as a video camera more so than a iPod Touch. I think that would have been interesting because mm-hmm. I remember one of the things I always talked about that Apple I think should do is they need to get into the camera business because I think with their soft like I, the footage I'm shooting like the way that the iPhone can process light and I could get my blue blurry background plus still have a good light on my subject and that's software doing that that's not yeah, right the, right the lens doing that and for some reason DSLRs and mirrorless cameras just can't do that they just can't. You need a light on your, you know, to adjust for that. That's the difference that I think I, Apple has. So taking the touch and maybe like, why maybe making the body bigger, putting like a bigger lens on it would have. I wouldn't have called it an iPod Touch anymore. It's not that anymore. You call it an eye camera. Whatever. Eye cam. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think they're, they're going to call it Apple. They're not going to use the word "eye" anymore. Oh, they don't okay. Have to use okay. That forever. So an Apple cam. But I think that would have been really like the next generation of that product but include all that stuff do the wi-fi do the ipod include all those things in there but have a that one special thing that it could do and you can still use the same form factor and everything yeah i think that would have been pretty cool but uh, you know i get i get why it's ending it's not surprising it really wasn't yeah i would agree it's uh but it's a listen, you know, it's had 20 years. I mean, 20 years. That's that's in, t- in for me in technology. I think that's a long time. I okay. mean, it, it had it had upgrades, but its lifespan certainly um, was significant. It, and its growth, like I said, over the years, it just sort of 
morphed into the iPhone. That was the basis for which the iPhone was built on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then it just grew from there. What would you say is the worst iPod they made? Oh, man, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, we have, na- we have different nanos. We have the... the wh- th- there's a couple of, of, of unique ones I'd like to talk about. Uh, first off, the first one I ever thought was the third gen with the silver clip. Yeah, and there was no yeah, touch. Yeah, and there was yeah. no touch the panels. That was the, the chiclet. chiclet. Yeah. The so chiclet. I remember I was I was at school at the time, and I was working at Apple, and that announcement came out like at a random day, and I was like, "Where there are no buttons on that, and everything is controlled via voice, yeah. or, or the controls." Yeah, or the which, the buttons on the ear on the uh, the uh, earphones. Yes. I but, did not see that being like uh, that was gone after a year, and they went back to like the almost well, two design. I thought I think, it was cool with the thumbstick around your neck. What was yeah. cool about that too? You could put files on that. Yeah, they let you do that. Yeah, even on the iPod, that that's a hidden feature. People don't realize that was a hard drive. Yeah, the the thing with the chiclet that I I think was one of the um, people hated the most was they freaking lost them all the time. Well, they're so, so small, you know. It was, well, I thought the clip, I thought the clip itself was really good. Yeah, I just think again, not being able to physically change anything, yeah, was just yeah. a bad idea. Yeah, yep. You know, yeah. well, is there is there uh, so is there any other one you can think of that was the worst? Uh, no, I I think other than that, like, and, well, that that silver one that was the th- about the length of your thumb right that's um, what i was talking about yeah I, I those two i think for me were the well they're the same yeah. we're talking about the same thing yeah are you are you okay yeah uh, okay i'm just making sure <laughs> like, like i just told you the same thing i was just talking about so i thought the nano first gen was very thin i thought that one was a little tough uh it was too breakable and then they came out with that new one but we have to talk about one of the best ones the 6th gen iPod Nano because that led to what product you think which one was the 6th gen iPod Nano the watch oh yeah. remember that yeah. so they went yeah, they yeah. so they went from remember originally it was the 5th gen had that camera built in. Remember, it was a nano, it had a camera and a microphone, so you could record 1080p in there, I think. Uh, you were able to record video, and then they switched to this whole new design, the 6th gen, which had, which basically had the, the first, like, touchscreen version of the nano, but it, you could hook up, like, people were making watch bands for it. Yes. Because you have the yes. ability to have the clock yep. as your screensaver. Yes. The only downside is you have to press the button to get it to do it, but that was still like, that was the wa- Apple Watch before the watch. I was going to say, it's kind of like the precursor to the watch. Yes. I thought that was a terrific design that really made, changed the game, I thought. Because then it just opened the idea of what an iPod could do. Because now they, they you're talking about having that watch feature almost yeah well if you think about what what the watch does today it has pretty much all of those same features mm-hmm. that your ipod touch does yeah um so i just think it's so interesting how 
you know, they switched to a whole different design, the last design, which was the touchscreen one, but they didn't stick with that design. And I don't know if that was Apple's way of starting to go to the watch, maybe based on that experience, and they just got rid of it. Because that was in 2010. So that's a whole, like, think of how much time that was. That was about five years, I think, before. How long? It was like five years later. That's when the watch came out. Well, maybe, you know, they took that and tried to really uh, develop it. You know, mm-hmm. I I always had a shuffle too. I always liked having like a little shuffle around once. Like they were cheap, so yeah. it was good to have those. But I, I thought the Nano was the best of both worlds, where you could have the the thinness and and all that. But if yeah. you wanted to watch a video, you had to get the iPod Classic, and then eventually yeah. the Touch. Uh, but the Touch was amazing. Think about the iPod Touch. You know, people couldn't afford an iPhone. Here's the iPod Touch that came out. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. I, I remember I sold a lot of them, and they used to um, come bundled. Remember, we used to give them away as like part of like the the package deal. Oh, back to school, the, you mean? Back to school, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, and uh, I mean, like I said, people would buy them for gifts for you know their kids or whatever, and they would have. Everything but the phone. So it was, mm-hmm. you know, kind of satisfying to use. Mm-hmm. I remember the first one didn't have a camera, which was a little disappointing. But, uh, but I think the subsequent sec- versions I, did. Yeah. What a great legacy the iPod has left us. I hope you like the screen page. You'll see what I, I'm going to send you okay. uh, the screenshot of what our logo is going to look like. Uh, but. I I I want to thank Apple. You created one of the best products in the world. Thank you for that. It changed the music industry. It changed my life having those songs and videos in my pocket all the time. And you made something even better from just that. Think of that that click wheel. What it led to what yeah. we have now with yep. multi touch. Yep. So. Yeah. Thank you, iPod. We appreciate everybody. We hope you guys are enjoying. We just put up our iMessage video on screen sharing. Please take a look at that. All of our YouTube content. We are getting close to that 1,000 subscribers, folks. (laughs) But we are excited and we are ready to give you more great content. So thank you for joining us here on the Fake Different Podcast. And I love every single one of you. See you later.